What's up, guys? Long time no talk. This is Alicia. And Xavier. And this is Undressed. <laughs> Changing the narrative. We're just two people navigating new, similar roles and engaging in continuous dialogue about life, love, and parenting. If you want to support us, go ahead and head to our website, beundressed.com. I repeat, beundressed.com. And then follow us on all social media platforms at beundressed.co on Instagram and at beundressed on Twitter. Man, it has been a while. Probably about a month. A little minute. A little, a little minute. minute. I don't know if you guys know this, but I am currently working on my master's degree uh, for my family nurse practitioner. So I have been super busy with that. And of course, our little ones that we have keep us nice and busy. Mm -hmm. Brixton is officially potty trained. Um, pooping and peeing in the toilet, and we love it. Yeah, me especially. <laughs> um, we've kind of neglected our baby. Be undressed. Oh, I was not to say, our human babies. I ain't got no more kids. Not so, our uh... human babies. <laughs> um, last time we talked, we were living in separate places, dating other people, but I since then, <laughs> I guess I was dating other people. Since then, um, we've kind of started dating each other again. So that's been nice. You're not going to put your phone on? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put my phone on silent, guys. I'm sorry. That was my sister. Love you, girl. <laughs> um, yeah, so we've kind of started dating each other. Yep. He's smiling so big right now, guys. Shut <laughs> up, guys. <laughs> Don't gas. Don't gas. I know, I know. All right. No, but it feels good to be back home. That's for sure. Thanks. Thanks. Man, so there's kind of been a lot going on. I know coronavirus is still out there. Um, I know here in Arizona, about three weeks ago, we hit an, a low at about 477 cases a day. And now it's been reported as of this morning at 424 a.m. We're averaging about 886 cases a day. So um, they're starting to say that this may be the second wave of coronavirus and we have flu season that's starting. So I know I work in the ER um, and <laughs> my shifts are about to get crazy, crazy, crazy. People sit their ass down somewhere and be all right. Wash your hands, wear a mask. If you don't have to go out and party with people, please don't. <laughs> you don't ever have to go party <laughs> with people. Like, I know they um, published an article the other day that, and they were saying that they believe the spike is coming from people having small, quote, unquote, gatherings um, at their houses, which is kind of crazy, too. Ain't nobody welcome over here, so. <laughs> and moving on, um, <laughs> in that time... There was also the Breonna Taylor case, uh, which of course was very disappointing. Um, the officer was not charged with Breonna Taylor's death, but was charged for the bullets that went to the neighbor's apartment, which I feel crazy. like I, this whole case, it just really highlighted the fact that one black lives are not important enough in this country. And I think especially for black women, it was a huge trigger. Um, you had this happen, then you had the Meg Thee Stallion and Tory Lanez thing happen. It was like, 
it was tough. It was tough. You know, they say the the black woman is the the most disrespected and unprotected. Facts. And I think that, um, especially recently, we've seen that. I was doing a little research the other day and came across this statistic that says uh, one in four black girls will be sexually abused before the age of 18. And, of course, that's relating specifically to sexual abuse, but this isn't including physical abuse or emotional abuse. And they say that a lot of times these victims have trouble healing, especially black women, because they of this expectation for black women to be strong and um, the desire to want to shield black men. And I think that's huge where it's like, no matter how much I'm hurting inside, I know this this world, this country doesn't love you either. And I don't want to risk hurting you. Um, And I think that's. Trash. 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 (laughs) So all I'm saying, y'all, is protect black women, lift up black women. Um, And another highlight uh, is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Before you get into that. Yes. Black women, I love (laughs) y'all. We love you, too. You need me, I got you. I'm in the car. Let me know. Yes. So... Um, definitely believe black women, uplift black women, support black women. Um, and going back to the abuse aspect, it is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Um, so listen to victims, believe victims. Well, all victims, men included. Men included. It's not just women. Not just women. If a man come out and say he's been the, you know, the victim of domestic violence, I know most men gonna be like, bro, chill. Yeah. But like, it's probably take you a lot to like admit, like, yo. Absolutely. Especially for a man, like, you know. So if a man is in the situation or a woman, like, believe, believe them. them, you know. Support them. Admitting that kind of stuff can't be easy, I can imagine. Right, right. Um, so yeah. But diving into what we really wanted to talk about um, trust. I think that's that is a heavy, heavy topic for us. Linchpin of love is trust. I like it. I like it. I like you. (laughs) I like you too. (laughs) Um, No, but I think that when trust is broken in a relationship, it really impacts your ability and your partner's ability to be vulnerable. And we've talked about over the last three. Uh, podcast that vulnerability is one of the foundational aspects of a successful relationship and being able to engage in honest dialogue and having that safe place to be with your partner. And once that trust is lost, it impacts the vulnerability, which then impacts the intimacy. And once you don't have a safe place with your partner, that's when it kind of, it goes downhill. Um, So Xavier and I, did some research via uh, the Gottman Institute, which the Gottman Institute was built by doctors John and Julie Gottman. Um, They're researchers and clinical psychologists, and they've spent the last 30, 40 years working with over 3,000 patients and couples and all that good stuff. So I think they're pretty smart. But anyway. You think about about that shit? I'm dealing with other people's problems for 40 years. (laughs) (laughs) It makes me wonder, like, Do y'all have problems? It's like a special kind of person to deal with other people's problems. No, facts. Facts. 
I that meme that's like, oh, you're a nurse, you must care so much about people, and it's like, <laughs> how's that girl? Okay, I hate, I fucking hate people. Look, I'm gonna like tell that. y'all, nurses be the angriest people you've ever met. <laughs> Facts. You should see me coming home after some of these shifts. Like, they may be nice while you're at the hospital, and they may not be nice while you're at the hospital, but they even worse when they get home. <laughs> Listen, y'all think that. I'm the saint. Xavier is a saint for having to put up with my attitude sometimes when I get home from work. (laughs) Um, No, but kind of going back, we have seven things that you can do as a couple in order to try to rebuild that trust. So the first one um, is acknowledge your feelings and practice being vulnerable in small steps, i.e. schedule your meals, uh, about the kids, uh, bigger finances, and disciplining your kids. Yeah, so kind of going into that, like, keep it very simple at first. So mm-hmm. I know for Xavier and I, it was talking about the kids. Like, hey, do you want to put them in bed at this time? What about this time? Cool. And then as our trust slowly began to rebuild and including our friendship, we could talk about bigger things like our finances or how we wanted to discipline Brixton in London or um, just different bigger things, right? Don't try to, don't try to skip to the big things right off the bat. Um, Number two is be honest and communicate about key issues in your relationship. So this kind of caveats off of that moving into the bigger things. Make sure whether it be big or small, you are being honest and communicating. So this means don't sweep anything under the rug. Yeah, so just just going off us, like recently, like we'll get in, we've gotten arguments since. Not big arguments, but we've both been able to, like, hey, this is how I felt in this situation. Right or wrong, if I feel like I was wrong, I'm going to say I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And even if she may not think it's that big of a deal, it meant something to me to be able to say, hey, I was wrong. I'm sorry. I didn't mean. I'm going to tell you guys a story about that. Don't later. tell. Don't, <laughs> tell, don't <laughs> tell a story. Come on, man. I'm still. <laughs> um, and another thing, I th- number three, which is really big for me, is challenge mistrustful thoughts. So this I deal with, I think, with my anxiety as well. Um if you're having a thought, is it because you truly distrust or mistrust your partner's actions? Is it your own insecurities? Or is it both? Or are, do you guys have unresolved issues from the past? Mm-hmm. You know, have you fully forgiven your partner for A, B, and C? Or are you holding on to that thing and not allowing either of you to move forward? Um, and then the fourth one was trust your intuition and instincts. Um, ask for reassurance if you feel mistrustful. So, you know, trust your gut. Some t- I, don't, I don't know about them instincts. Because some people got terrible instincts. <laughs> like, you think, you know, what? <laughs> like, all right, well, you believe that. <laughs> I think the key part about that is asking for reassurance. Facts. right? So having that honest communication. Hey, I feel this way. Can you tell me what are your thoughts? Yeah, like, hey, this is what's in my head. May not be what's happening. But let's talk about it. But as long as we can talk, let's talk about it 
So you can talk me off the ledge if that's what I need right now. Exactly. And in doing that, you're assuming that your partner has good intentions. Sometimes people just make mistakes. Facts. Right? Your boy. So the other day, I need to tell them the story. <laughs> the other day, we had dinner. I think we had like steak, potatoes, whatever. I put this barbecue sauce on my potato all over it. Didn't end up liking the, the barbecue sauce, so I didn't eat the potato. I just had the steak. So I was still hungry, okay? Your girl needs to eat. All I had was protein. So it's about maybe an hour later, and we're getting ice cream, right? Butter pecan. But I know I also have cookie dough in the fridge. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have, I voiced this out loud. I said, I'm going to have ice cream and cookie dough. And what else? You start pulling chicken out of the fridge. Don't act like I just wasn't going to let you have no. Oh, bread. yeah. So we had canes earlier that day. So I was like, oh, I might warm up a piece of chicken, too. <laughs> now that I'm saying this out loud, it sounds like a lot. So a piece of chicken, a couple scoops of ice cream, and cookie dough, right? So Xavier says, didn't you just eat? <laughs> I felt terrible, y'all. Right after I said it, I felt terrible. And I looked at him. I probably looked at him. If looks could kill, <laughs> hey. he would have died a thousand deaths. Okay. Hey, I was like, we ate an hour ago. All I have was a steak. I'm still <laughs> hungry. <laughs> I felt terrible. I still feel terrible, y'all. So he had good intentions. He was just like, that might make your stomach hurt. It's late. We're about to go to bed. Exactly. But it came out sure. not as as well exactly. as I, I think meant he well. Hoped. I just sometimes men say stupid shit. That's just what we do. <laughs> Didn't you already eat? Men, Dog. please don't ever say that. <laughs> Dog, don't <laughs> do it. Or women, don't, do don't it. ever say that to your partners. Oh, my don't gosh. Don't do it. Or if you do, explain yourself right afterwards. <laughs> um, so that leads us into number six. Listen to your partner's side of the story. So 30 minutes later... Xavier's still beating himself up about how this came out, right? He's like, it's silent for 30 minutes, right? We've already gotten ready for bed. And he's like, you know, I didn't mean it like that, right? And I'm like, I know, I know. You would never intentionally hurt me. It just came out wrong. But it was still like, I felt terrible, y'all. felt terrible. Yeah. So listen to your partner's side of the story. People can be honest. You just have to give them a chance. Exactly. And that's putting yourself in somebody else's shoes. Mm-hmm. Men, <laughs> you can say some dumb shit. Like, think about it. Oh, if she said the shit to me, I'd be like, hey, man, <laughs> I'm hungry. <guys>. <laughs> Don't <laughs> come for me. Yeah. So just listen. Mm-hmm. Try to see both sides. Mm-hmm. And number seven, the last thing is practice having recovery conversations after an argument. Um, so by by this, we mean... If you're having a heated, heated argument, practice having talks about candy or something simple where it gives you enough time to laugh, joke, be light, lighthearted. Um, and it gives both you time and your partner time to calm down, collect your thoughts so you can have a more meaningful dialogue. <laughs> That's like that meme, like uh, married couples, they don't like squash arguments, you just Somebody just say some wild shit to get the conversation going. Like, hey, the, the fridge was still down there when you was down there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, what? Like, whatever. Yes, that legit is true, though. But nah, yeah, I think in those, like, little arguments that we've had or disagreements or whatever, 
we've been able to still like all right like even after you know i said what i said we were able to talk about it and i you know told her how i felt and i i was apologizing for how i could have been making her feel in that situation Mm -hmm. and we were able to talk about it and have that dialogue so Mm -hmm. i think that's huge yes i think that's huge engaging in dialogue and the fact that i felt worse than she did was like (laughs) shit so you not mad (laughs) (laughs) terrible oh gosh but you uplift me and you support me and you protect me every day so i know you would not intentionally hurt me um so those are the seven things um essentially they say if you don't remember those seven hey there's just three key things that you can do three right so number one is both partners have to assess how they've contributed to the incident whatever it may be and holding themselves accountable number two is each person apologizing and that other person accepting the apology and then number three is developing a plan to prevent further breaches of trust from occurring so i think for us personally that's been just having the dialogue no matter how we think it may come off just putting the words out mm-hmm. there so that we can just talk about it yeah right i feel like if you come in from a good place then talking about it won't like well you said this but like but this is what i meant mm-hmm. by saying that not like Dang, I, say, I ain't say you was fat because I said you was going to eat again. I just was worried that you was eating a little too much. <laughs> you know? So yeah. I think it's, it's all about coming from a good place. And, like, the first one, like, I always think, like, you can't fix a problem until you can admit that there was a there is a problem. You know Facts. what I'm saying? Facts, yes. Like, you can't correct mistakes unless you admit that there was a mistake or... Mm-hmm. Uh, behavior you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying so and I think this this is true in all relationships not just intimate relationships or lifelong partnerships I think this could be in any kind of relationship whether it be between friends between you know oh, I'm right with all my friends like I ain't never wrong so um, you can ask them I don't and we can have the argument with them too <laughs> okay uh, we'll FaceTime them is it Friday we'll face no, we'll tomorrow. ask them tomorrow um all right guys so that's our little bits and pieces about trust um we are still working on our trust uh in our relationship day by day every day um i think that healing is not linear um all days are not going to be good you're gonna have bad days um it's just about your perspective on those bad days um and using those days as a tool for growth Mm -hmm. not making those bad days everybody's bad day you know mm-hmm. just because you having a bad day don't mean you gotta be rude to me <laughs> not mm-hmm. saying that you do that but I mean, you know what i'm saying like okay <laughs> like, dang, i didn't do shit but now i'm having a bad day too <laughs> <laughs> no um all right so let's talk about it the lakers are the nba champs which i called from the beginning bruh you know who also called that Stevie Wonder. Everybody saw that. Did they? Mm-hmm. You didn't see it. Because mm, I'm just betting with my heart. Rockets. <sighs> I know. But I think it's it's LA's time right now. I mean. Well, it ain't. 
I think it is. Dodgers, I mean, LA and Tampa, they're tied 1-1 right now in the World Series, but... Y'all gonna win, because, I mean, like, people don't even know where Tampa at. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, it's in Florida, but all of Florida has something going on, so... It's LA's time. We're gonna win that, too. NFL season has started since yep. we last recorded. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my dog, Aaron Jones. Best running back in the game. Best in the game. Shameless plug. We yep. love you. Tie for the league leading touchdowns. Um, what have you been listening to? Man, so you know me. I I like to go back and listen to a lot of old stuff. Mm-hmm. So the one new artist that I'm listening to came from you like most of my new artists always Thank do. Thank you. Thank you. Is this uh this Giveon dude. At first it was like, how is this his voice? Like how does shit like <laughs> I'm like, how the fuck he get a voice like that? He from L.A. Yeah. It sounds like some, I don't want to, some overseas shit, you know? What? <laughs> like, you know, people from U.K. and shit like that be having these different voices. And I don't know nobody from the U.K., so it makes sense. Oh, my He from gosh. L.A. Mm-hmm. I know plenty of people from L.A. that don't sound like that. You know what I'm saying? He, Whatever. Maybe he got Creole in his family. I don't. I. <laughs> <laughs> but no. Nah. He's gifted. Give He's gifted. Um, mm-hmm. I've been listening to him a lot. Mm-hmm. Still in my sir bag, mm-hmm. and then so go ahead and shout out the Ferris Brothers. Shout hey, that shit is crazy. Yeah, that's insane. So if y'all don't know who Sir is, Sir is with TDE. He's like the R and B male R and B singer in TDE. Um, if you've watched the Rhythm and Flow, Rhythm and Flow. Mm-hmm. on Netflix, the dude that won D Smoke, that's Sir's older brother. Mm-hmm. They also have another brother that is a singer as well who's mm-hmm. on a bunch of different stuff and then i was watching the what was it was it rap radar or something i was watching something else with sir and he was saying that he didn't realize when he got to tde that j-rock was his was their cousin i was like bro what that's insane yeah. imagine growing up in that family so wow but, Super talented. but yes i'm mean, listening to that mm-hmm. and then the artist that i went back and that i'm going back and listening to right now it's three stacks in my three stacks bag right now. Mm, it's okay. like it's like hard because he don't have like well he got his own album per se mm-hmm. but like and I'm not trying to throw no shots at Big Boy but I gotta go listen to Outkast and I gotta sit through Big Boy verses <laughs> to get to Andre three thousand. But I ain't oh, tripping. Shout out to Big Boy, another great rapper. But yeah, I'm in my Andre three thousand bag trying to listen to him and see what I can find. Um, you know, check out that playlist that we put out for the podcast there'll be some gems on there yeah definitely it's on spotify um if you go to be undressed changing the narrative that playlist will pop up as Mm -hmm. well as the podcast itself what about you what you listening to so for me it's not exactly what i'm i'm listening to you guys know i go from podcasts to shows to audiobooks to reading tangible books um i watched all of the episodes of girlfriends every single one of them i did not appreciate the show growing up um i guess maybe it was because i didn't know what was going on or whatever but now that i'm older i feel like all of this stuff is very relevant like (laughs) because you act like a lot of joan (laughs) i do i do act like a lot of joan i am a very like type a control freak sometimes sometimes just sometimes okay. just just sometimes um when when plans happen xavier can attest to this 
If we say we're leaving at 7 a.m., if we're not leaving by 7 a.m., I turn into this like, I'm like, what are you doing? Why aren't you dressed? I told you 7 a.m. last night. Why didn't you wake up? Um, so I have lots of issues with change, I think, which is odd because I work in the ER. She's crazy, y'all. I just, I have issues with change. I don't know. <laughs> um, so I did, I watched all the episodes of Girlfriends, and then I've been listening to an audiobook called Make Your Bed. It's by U.S. Navy retired Admiral William H. McRaven. And it basically... military books? It's not necessarily a military book. It's a book by retired USA Navy. Retired USA? (laughs) Retired US Navy (laughs) Admiral. Um, But basically saying, um, make your bed every morning. Even if you have the worst day possible, you can say, hey, I completed one task today. So, me and my grandmother got this theory about making beds. Oh, I've heard this. You're just going to get back in it. Yeah, but it's... I don't... Like, what's the point? At least it's in the it's in the exact place that I left it. <laughs> I can get right back where I was at. See, this is, this is one of the whole, like, choose your battle things in a marriage, right? Because I would love to make the bed every morning. <laughs> you can. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not stopping you. Just saying I won't be helping. Yes. Even though I did start making my bed when you left. (laughs) (laughs) It sounded sad. (laughs) That really (laughs) But I mean it made you better, right? If you want to say that. Yeah, let's let's look at the positive here. (laughs) If it makes you feel any better, I made my bed every morning too. Good for you. Yeah, yeah. It just makes the room look so nice. Um yeah, but that's what I'm listening to right now. Um, also, another shout out, but what I'm listening to, shout out to my little brother and my sister, Chelsea and Alvin. Yes, shout out to their podcast. The Vino um, and Ray Show. They are hilarious. I thought I was the funniest of the four of us. Alvin, hands down, is... But excuse my language, them niggas is comedy. Oh my gosh. Comedy, like, comedy. I didn't even I didn't realize it was that funny, but I, I keep up the good work. Yeah, they're Love definitely y'all. Thing. It's a great podcast. If you get a chance, go check them out. It's light, funny. They talk about stuff that's going on, but it's a much lighter, on a much lighter note. <laughs> they'll be they be getting all into this feeling shit like we be. Yeah, no. <laughs> mm-mm, mm-mm. Even my brother Alvin was like, "Yeah, no, it's it's." What did he say? I don't know. He said, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. He said it's too real. It's too real. <laughs> it's too real. But is that it? Yeah. So we're back. Um, school has slowed down just a little bit for a little bit. <laughs> um, so I'm going to try to tend to our baby a little bit better here. Um, we want to thank each and every one of you who take the time to listen to our podcast, who's visited the website, purchased something from the website, commented on our pictures, posted pictures. Um, we are so grateful and appreciative of each and every one of you and being with us on our journeys, um, both together and apart. And if you ain't heard it today or this week, I love you. And it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm.
keep fighting. It's going to be okay. So, as always, if you want to support us, go ahead and head over to BeUndressed.com. I repeat, BeUndressed.com. And on all social media platforms, at BeUndressed.co. And on Twitter, at BeUndressed. Lay out. Fuck with us like you stuck with us. Because you are.